When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're on the clock. Wait, was I famous and you like had a regular job? I was working as a shoe salesman. <laughs> that is amazing. And going for the win. It felt like we were in the Hunger Games or yeah. something. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Tuesday, December 12th. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. The 2024 Golden Globes nominations have kicked off a new era for the embattled awards body. Cedric the Entertainer and Wilmer Valderrama announced the nominees on Monday, and major titles including Barbie, Oppenheimer, Killers of the Flower Moon, Past Lives, Succession, The Bear, and even Taylor Swift's Eras Tour film emerged with big nominations. On the film side, Greta Gerwig's Barbie blockbuster steamrolled the nominations list just just as it did the summer box office, leading the overall motion picture nominees after appearing in nine categories, including Best Picture, Musical, or Comedy, Director for Greta Gerwig, Actress, Musical, or Comedy for Margot Robbie, Supporting Actor Ryan Gosling, and three nominations in Best Original Song for tunes by Billie Eilish, Dua Lipa, and Gosling's I'm Just Ken. Falling just short of Barbie's total in the ongoing Barbenheimer battle, Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer earned eight nominations, followed by Killers of the Flower Moon and Poor Things with seven, and Celine Song's breakout drama Past Lives with five, including a surprise nod for Song in the Best Director category. Still, several major contenders were left out of the race, including shocking snubs for Taraji P. Henson for The Color Purple in Best Supporting Actress, while the film itself was also surprisingly left out of the Best Picture Musical or Comedy nominations list. Among TV nominees, the final season of Succession added nine nominations to its massive series-long haul, with cast members Brian Cox, Jeremy Strong, Sarah Snook, Karen Culkin, Matthew McFadden, Jay Smith Cameron, Alexander Skarsgård, and Alan Ruck all appearing on the Globe's list. The Bear and Only Murders in the Building follow behind succession with five nominations each, with major stars in both projects, Jeremy Allen White, Iowa Debery, Abby Elliott, Eben Moss-Backrack, Steve Martin, Martin Short, Selena Gomez, and Meryl Streep all earning recognition among the acting set. You can see the full list of nominees at EW.com. There is a new Lex Luthor in town. After EW confirmed weeks ago in November that Nicholas Holt was in talks to star as the classic DC Comics villain in Superman Legacy, DC Studios co-head and the film's director James Gunn made the casting official. In a post shared Monday on Threads, accompanied by a photo of him with Holt, Gunn wrote, quote, We went out to dinner last night to celebrate and discuss how we can create a Lex that will be different from anything you've seen before and will never forget. 
Gunn also added how, even though reports came out in the press weeks prior, Holt's casting wasn't final until a couple days ago, and I don't want to tell you all something that isn't certain. Holt joins the previously announced David Cornsweet, Rachel Brosnahan, Nathan Fillion, Isabella Merced, Eddie Gathegi, Anthony Kerrigan, and Maria Gabriella. And Lena Dunham, the creator of Girls, is returning to the small screen with her first show in half a decade. The new show, which was co-created by Dunham and her husband, Louis Felber, is called Too Much and is described as a romantic comedy in series form. It stars Megan Stalter, recently renowned for her work on Hacks, and The White Lotus season two breakout, Will Sharp. It will land on Netflix. For more on all of those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. We are starting today's picks with the return of the Slayton Sisters for the season 5 premiere of TLC's 1,000 Pound Sisters. The season starts with Tammy headed home after spending 14 months in a rehabilitation center where she lost 300 pounds. Their half-sisters, Amanda and Misty, also join in on the Slayton's weight loss journey, announcing that they're looking for approval to get weight loss surgery as well. Here is a preview of the new season. I've been in rehab for 14 months, but now that my Drake is out, I get to go home. This season on 1,000 Pound Sisters. They're not going to approve me to go home. I can't imagine walking out of this place without my husband, but I lost almost 300 pounds and I'm ready to conquer the world. Bitches! Bitch! Bitch! Damn, what took you so long? You! You got two children. I thought you knew how to handle a pickle. Please, the bigger pickles. <laughs> He's been around a lot of pickles. <laughs> Put it on a trash bag. Y'all look dumb as hell. Get ready, Y'all gonna sweat today. Me and Misty's been going to see Dr. Smith. If Amanda and Misty get approved, the whole family will have had weight loss surgery. Do we got a family discount? <laughs> well, it has also been revealed that it's not all weight loss stories this season. Amy is struggling to manage the house and her two children while her marriage is on the rocks. You can catch the season premiere of 1,000 Pound Sisters tonight at 9 on TLC, followed by the season premiere of Smothered. Number two. The U.S. women's soccer team may be the nation's most dominant national team in recent memory. However, piling up wins can make it look easy. Today's number two pick, the documentary series Under Pressure, the U.S. Women's World Cup team shows just how hard it can be. The four-episode series gives an inside look at the team as they attempted to win a third straight World Cup earlier this year. Here's the trailer. It's the Women's World Cup. To win one is hard. To win two in a row, unbelievable. To win three, I'm on top of the it has never been done. When I got this job, I knew what I'm getting myself into. It's very simple. We never game. We've used success to make things better. But what does this team have to fight for? It felt like we were in the Hunger Games or yeah. something. There's been a lot of chatter, a lot of noise. We're not playing to our strengths. Lack of substitutions. Uninspiring, taking it for granted. The world's cut up. 
pressure is a privilege on this team. Look at everyone around me. Look at me and Alex. Come on now, guys, let's go! Of course, things did not go as planned for the U.S. team at the World Cup. Instead, this year's tournament may wind up being seen as the end of an era. Other teams are catching up to the U.S. Stars like Megan Rapinoe and the emergence of young players, including 18-year-old Alyssa Thompson, as well as players Lynn Williams, Christy Mewis, and Savannah DeMello, who all played in their first World Cup this year. All of that and a whole lot more is explored in Under Pressure, the U.S. Women's World Cup team, which kicks off, get it, today on Netflix. It's trivia time. Megan Rapinoe is easily among the all-time greats in women's soccer. She also made an appearance on a show that had its series finale this year. On what show did Rapinoe make an appearance? Was it Succession, Billions, or Ted Lasso? Stick around for the answer, as well as today's number one pick. What to Watch will be right back. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Our top pick today is not your typical comedy special. Kevin Hart and Chris Rock, headliners only, arrives today, bringing together two of the biggest names in stand-up comedy. But this isn't just setups and punchlines. The documentary follows the pair as they prepare for a week of sold-out shows in New York. It also digs into their early careers, Rock's influence on Hart, and what brought them to the stage in the first place. Here's a preview. Everything happens in rhythm. Chris said, let's put this rhythm together. And I said, what do you think about destroying New York? Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. I'm smart enough to always check to see what Kevin's doing you before I go on tour. Because I'm not, I'm not getting stomped by <laughs> Kevin. It's just not happening. And I said, why don't we do something together? We should do a tour together. I'm like, who no. are you, this is a story of two separate journeys that end up at the same intersection at the top. I started when I was 18, 19. Like, what's your father's job in life? Is to interrupt you when you're getting ready to do something. Once I got good, things moved really fast. He was the first guy I ever heard write jokes like a song with hooks and everything. If you made it as a comedian, you weren't like whoever on this sitcom. You're Chris Rock. The first real comedic star that I had a conversation with was Chris Rock. Chris embraced me as a young comic. When you see someone else who has potential, you want them to be better. Wait, was I famous and you like had a regular job? I was working as a shoe salesman. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> this documentary also features interviews with some of the biggest stand-ups around who contextualize the massive impact both Rock and Hart have had. That includes interviews with Jerry Seinfeld, Dave Chappelle, Bill Burr, and Wanda Sykes. Kevin Hart and Chris Rock, Headliners Only, is streaming now on Netflix Only. And finally today, the answer to our trivia question. U.S. soccer star Megan Rapinoe made a cameo on which show's series finale this year? Was it Succession, Billions, or Ted Lasso? Well, Ted Lasso might make the most sense on the surface, but Rapinoe put in an appearance on Billions. 
clad in purple hair, she dropped into the season six episode, The Big Ugly. And that, my friends, is it for our show today. We will have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm executive editor Jared Hall. You can find us on X, formerly known as Twitter, at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. This episode of What to Watch was written by Dustin Nelson and EW staff, edited by Sammy Junio, and hosted and produced by Jared Hall. What to watch.